0: Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So I have a confession to make. I do not like free mints, at least not on Ethereum. Of late, these free plus gas mints has really been the hottest thing on the blockchain, Everyone seems to be jumping on the wave, trying to catch the next free rocket ship to the moon. Of course, the most popular one being Goblin Town, but there have been countless of them within the last week or so. And even with Goblin Town, that is exactly why I don't give financial advice. I've said that multiple times, whether here or on Twitter, because I didn't see that one coming at all as far as the value of where this thing is going. But I can say it is definitely interesting. Some people are saying things like free mints have made NFTs great again, whatever it is. But all I can say is today we're going to discuss why I hate them at least on Ethereum. So for the record, pretty much every free mint that comes out, these free plus gas mint, I somehow miss. Whether it is the CryptoPunks, the Giraffe Towers, the Gimmicks, which is that wrestling show by Amila Kunis. There is uh, the Goblin Town one, which is the one that I just mentioned, and countless others that have popped up, especially in the last week. I heard a crazy statistic that there's about 500 NFT projects coming online every single day right now, which is just mind-blowing to me. But a lot of these in the last 10 days, 14 days, have been free mints. And maybe one out of every hundred actually really get some traction and look anything similar to where Goblin Town is, but none of them have actually reached that level. But if anything, you've noticed that there's a lot of copycats in the space. And that's really with anything in life. Someone finds success in certain areas. There are going to be multiple people that try to replicate that, do the exact same thing. Look at how many ape projects have launched, thinking they'll be the next Bored Apes or whatever it might be, the amount of punks and anything. So now, with this whole wave of free mint based on the success of Goblin Town and everything, everyone thinks now, this is the time, this is how you do it. Just throw something free up on the blockchain, and this is how we do it. And I can definitely say price is by far the worst differentiating factor for any kind of company or project to use. And especially in marketing with business, we always say if you get into a price war, everyone loses. There is no winner in a price war because you're going to have to lower your price till the point that is unprofitable. Then you're going to have to cut on quality. You're going to have to cut corners just to keep the thing afloat. And the customer eventually loses the employees for the business. I mean, everyone suffers in a price war. But with these free plus gas mints, they're banking on is the fact that they are going to get the creator fees once there's the resale volume. So if it is enough, that's what's gonna fund the business. Totally understand that. However, I think it is opening the door up to setting in some bad marketing practices. Focusing on price as the main thing that you're leading with is an absolutely terrible idea. And in my opinion, it is better to have a hundred customers that are willing to pay a dollar then a million customers that want it for free but then they'll turn around and sell it for a penny and then you'll end up making that same money i don't know if that math works out exactly correct but those are the numbers i just threw out off the top of my head and no like that doesn't even make sense sure like yeah it looks cool to be on the trending charts that a lot of volume is being traded and and all this but at the end of the day. Just because something is popular and has a lot of movement doesn't mean that necessarily it is something good to own or to buy. And I understand there's a completely different mindset of going into these projects. This is like a quick flip. This is like a D-Gen's Paradise. And it is fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, I understand it. And I... Don't have any horses in the race, but I do actually like to watch it because the numbers, the conversations that people are having about it. I mean, it gives me content, gives me conversations. Being in those spaces when people are actually planning their next move for the next mint, to me, it's very entertaining. But a lot of paid mints that have lost attention because everyone's flocking to these free mints, now they're panicking and they're either lowering their price to match these free mints or they're delaying or trying to figure out what, well, should they launch? Should they shut down the project? Should they ship? To something else, and there's a lot of panic. Well, here's my thing if you're building something that has truly has value, well, people are willing to pay for that. So, over the last week, I've made so many episodes about the Bulls and Apes project. That thing had a 0.22 public sale, that is a very high mint. And in this day and age, when nothing is selling, people are bearish about the market. Yeah, that thing sold out in 67 hours. Now, a lot of people are going to say, Well, that's because they have a six month guarantee. Well, yeah. That's utility that they put in there. That was marketing. And then that was before the market just turned completely sour. And all the things that they have built, all that different things, has nothing to do with the price being low. It is about the value that the people are getting. And I think that is a much better way to market, build a company, speak, communicate to the public, people that are willing to spend their money, Then. Pulling back and not launching your project or getting it out there just because all of a sudden free mints are popular right now. Forget that. I mean, who cares about the market? If you have something great to put out and you know the value of it, people are willing to pay that, price it right. That's what I say. And that's really not even a Web3 NFT lesson. That is just business in general because I can think of so many times where our competitors have come out with something that they are priced so much below. And I can think the first time that this happened since I came into the business, all the workers came to my father and was like, hey, this is what they're selling this for up the road and we're selling it for 70 or 80% more. He took out the calculator, started crunching the numbers and saw what his production costs were. And he simply said, well, this is the absolute lowest that we can sell it for. We lowered it by, I think, maybe about 5%, which is nowhere near matching their price. And he said, based on our production costs, this is what we have to sell it for. And if no one buys it for this, then I know that the market cannot sustain this particular product. And remember, our supervisor was like, well, boss, you know, this is not gonna sell. And sure enough, he just stuck to it. He said, look, that's our production cost, and that's it. We're gonna stick to this, or we're just not gonna sell that item and we're going to have to figure out some other way to make money, but we cannot go down to match this company. And within six months, that company was out of business, right? So here we go. If we had said we're going to match their price, we're going to lower the price and get there because they're going to eat up our market share and run us out of business. But once we crunched our expenses, we knew what it was to produce it, what we're actually delivering, and we knew we could not lower it. It's either A, we're going to sell something else, or it's going to have to sell at this price. And I know physical goods and all sorts of things is a lot different than this, but if you're actually delivering something that has a production cost, so for example, if you're putting up events or you're doing a game or something that actually has a tangible physical cost to produce it, just because you're selling a digital product or an NFT that in essence shouldn't have any incremental value, whether it's one or a thousand It still has to be looked on the same way. Business is business. It doesn't matter that we're in Web3. But then also, if you're trying to build a community and what have you, having people that actually have some skin in the game, as we say, that are willing to invest into that is a lot better. They're more there for the company and the project. They believe in it if they're willing to pay for it. Everyone will show up for free, but who's going to actually pay? You know, I like to say in Jamaica, the quickest way to have a crowd come to your business is to play music and give away free food. Everyone loves food. Everyone loves music. They'll come. They'll dance. They'll have a good time. They'll bring all their friends. The place will be packed, but they're not buying anything. The people that actually want to come into your business to spend money, what they're going to do is see that huge crowd, and then they're going to say, you know what? Today's not a good day. They're going to go somewhere else. So bring that back to the digital world. It's the same thing. If you're offering something that is so great, the price is the price. That person should be able to set the value for themselves. And in the whole Web2 world, people have made millions or hundreds of millions of dollars selling things that were not in quantities of 10,000. There's even a thesis or an essay out there that is 1,000 true fans, that if you have 1,000 true fans, you can have a thriving business. So figuring out what those 1,000 people actually need and delivering that to them, that utility, and making sure that their needs are met, is probably all you need you don't need 10,000 but 10,000 was the one that was launched with the punks and all that and it has been sort of in the culture right now although there's other projects 555 888 and so forth but generally speaking 10,000 is still the gold standard but I think that's also because this is such a copycat game but also there's other things that I just don't like about these free mints because for new people that are coming in and thinking okay well this is the one that's going to have no risk therefore I can get into this thing I'm gonna mint these free out they're forming bad habits. They think that, okay, let's just throw money over here or throw this here. I'm just going to pay a little bit of gas here. They're using... Wallets that are probably not their burner wallet, it's probably their main wallet that they're just minting everything into. They're exposing themselves up to all sorts of malicious code and projects that can rip them off and clean out the NFTs that they already have. But then also, it's training them to FOMO into something, they don't want to be the left behind, they don't want to miss the next Goblin Town or Crypto Punks. So, they're going to try every single one of them and they're going to put $20 here, $30 there, $50 there, get into a gas war for a free mint. And when you add it up, That could be a considerable amount and you could have probably purchased a much better solid nft that has no hype around it but at least in 72 hours it's not going to go to zero and training a new consumer base to fomo in and buy at the top and just watch the bag crash that leaves a sour taste in their mouth and you know they're gonna say, oh, this NFT stuff is a scam, this and that. And well, no, like you just jumped into some horrible things. That's like saying that all businesses are scams or all opportunities to invest your money somewhere is a scam. Like no, it is not a scam. You just happened to buy the wrong thing. Nobody buys a pair of sneakers on the side of the road that says Nike on it, but then it blows out as soon as you, uh, you know, try to run or play basketball. And then they say, oh, sneakers are terrible. Nike is horrible. It's like no, you bought a pair of fake Nikes on the side of the road. So do not blame nike or sneakers or anything for that matter on the fact that you just made a terrible purchase but when it comes to nfts that's what people do and have you ever played hot potato or musical chairs well you don't want to be the last one standing when the music stops or the last one to hold a potato because you're the one who's going to get burned like that's it you're out and that's not cool and now with a lot of these free mints that's basically what's going on you don't want to be the last person holding the bag. So you just want to flip out and get quick. As soon as it starts to go down, you're just watching the charts and say, okay, great. I made my money. I'm out. And the last person who bought in at the top, FOMO'd in, that gets stuck with the bag, that's the person that rides it down to zero. Just look at OpenSea right now. There are countless NFT projects that I can think of that they're trying to sell their NFTs for 0.0001 or whatever it might be. And when you work it out, it's like, That's nowhere even near the gas that you're going to uh, have to pay for that. So it's like those people have gotten stuck with the bag and it's going to end up in the hide folder. You're just going to have to take that walk of shame over to the hide folder and, and tuck it away because it's not going anywhere. It's not going back up. There was nothing behind it. There's no community utility or anything of that nature. And a lot of people are just embarrassed by it, don't even want to show anymore. So, it's, <laughs> you know, it's there so on the blockchain. Everyone knows that you FOMOed into this thing at a high price, but the best you could do is hide it. In many cases, it's not even worth sending it to a different wallet to try to cover your traces. It's like it's just a total waste. But the last reason why I, I just don't like this whole free craze is because it clogs up the blockchain. There's a set number of transactions that any blockchain can have per second. And Ethereum is very low. Sure, Solana and some other ones have some better ones. But even Solana gets brought down all the time because there's too many bots doing a lot of trades. But there's WAX, there's Polygon and others that can handle traffic a lot better. But if you've noticed over the last couple of days over the weekend when gas is normally very low, I mean, Just a couple weeks ago, we were seeing Gwei down at nine. I mean, I transferred a lot of NFTs for basically nothing, like a couple dollars, literally like a dollar or two. And Gwei was so low. I saw that the price was dropping so low that I would go hit transfer and I would go to the options to actually lower the gas and I'd put it at nine or 10 and I would just know, well, eventually it's going to get there overnight. And sure enough, they did. So they're transferring to my hardware wallet for very cheap. But over this weekend, I was seeing 496 and 500, just absolute crazy numbers. Considering that these people are just going after some free burgers and free binkies and all sorts of other things, I mean, sure, I don't even know where it's going. Some of them look cool. Like, there's this one I saw over the weekend that was called AI Mechas, I think it was called, or Mecha AI, and that was based on a Mechaverse, and it had that kind of look and feel of the AI Nightbirds, which, don't get me wrong, they were cool to look at, but they weren't even worth the guess. So, yeah, I guess it's a personal thing. Some people might say, well, the other reason why you don't like these things is because you haven't made a couple ETH off of it or whatever it might be. But to be honest, I just haven't jumped into the game. I just haven't even sought them out or focused them. Well, I will tell you this. There is one that I was told about and was looking into. And that's on Solana called Dobby's. That's going to be your free mint. And I forget how many people are actually on the waiting list trying to get into the Discord. Because at this moment, like, they just do a pop-up. You do a code to actually get into it. They might give you 12 minutes, 10 minutes to get in. And I told my friend about it to try to get onto this thing. Because now he's really starting to degen into some things. I was like, hey, this is one that might be coming up. You might want to try to look into it. And sure enough, he gets into the server by the time I saw that (laughs) the thing had opened up, I missed it by a minute and a half because I was actually making my dinner. But I told him, I said, great, awesome, you're in, just try to get on that whitelist, let me know how it goes. But at the end of the day, Solana is a completely different thing, completely different beast than Ethereum. Doing this on Ethereum, these free mints, all this stuff to me is absolutely ridiculous, but whatever. It is what it is. It's the new trend. We have to all deal with it and just try to snipe some gas. Like, you know, try to make your transactions when the price is low. I've been seeing 30s and so forth uh, today. So it's not horrible, but whenever the next drop comes out, the next hype thing. We're going to see some ridiculous gas prices again. But hey, if you're having fun with this, cool. Do you. And I'll just wait for gas to be a little bit lower to do some transactions and transfers and what have you. But the funny thing is even the reveal party that we're having for Bulls and Apes yesterday, a lot of people wanted to pick off different bulls off the floor. However, the gas at the time was so ridiculously high that people were like, yeah, like As much as I love this bull, there's no way I'm paying this in gas. So here we go with a serious, legitimate project, and people are not buying it because the gas price was pushed up at a ridiculous rate for these free mints. So it's really funny. Just a crazy space, entertaining, fun to talk about and observe. If you're into data, looking at all those numbers and transactions, it's, it's pretty cool, but frustrating at the same time, too, if you're trying to get some work done. So I feel like those uh, grumpy old men, they're like, hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Like That's how I feel with these free mints. But anywho, rant over. (laughs) Hopefully you found value in this. I'd love to know your thoughts, your feedback, Spotify, Apple, whatever podcast app that you're using to listen to this. A rating and review would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening to this. And as usual, I'll see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.